Thank you for connecting to this podcast for Faith Renewed. We hope that it's an encouragement to you today. For more information, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Amen. Anybody bring a Bible to church today? Anybody got their sword? All right, let's do this. Grab it. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And that was way too quiet for me to say thank you. The Bible. Come on, we get excited about, about the Bible around here. And um, if you have the Version app, there is a live event on there you can follow right along with if you like. And uh, take notes there, share, save that event. But 1 Corinthians chapter 14 is where we're going to be hanging out for the most of our time today. And, uh, and so we're going to talk about it in just a moment. But let's pray first. Let's pray. God, thank you for today. Lord, thank you for what you're doing in this room and our lives. And Lord, we'll continue to be open to what you want to do. You're always welcome here, Holy Spirit, to change us and do what needs to be done today. So Lord, we just ask that and believe it's done. Thank you. You want to draw people to you, save today, heal, set free, and deliver. We believe it's done in Jesus' name. Say it with me, church. Amen. 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 It's July 1st. The year is half over, guys. This is unbelievable. You know, uh, 2018, we're on, we've, we've already crossed the, the hill. We're going down the hill now. <clears throat> and, uh, in 2018, hard to believe. Wow. So amazing. And um, if you think back, just in the first part, six months is gone. And I want you to, in the, the next six months to experience and encounter everything God has for you in the next six months and, and, and the rest of 2018. And so I believe today is going to be a, a way that is going to help you experience what God has for you and encounter that, begin to walk in that today. So we're going to continue today talking about the Holy Spirit. And um, been in this series now for a few weeks, and it's just been incredible. We've been learning that the Holy Spirit is God. He's our friend. He's our comforter. He's our counselor. He's all these things, and he's so good to us. And a few weeks ago, I, I talked to you and shared with you about the gifts of the Holy Spirit in, in 1 Corinthians 12, and we looked at those nine gifts. And uh, one of the gifts that we talked about, one last week through prophecy, and, and another day is tongues and interpretation, and the term speaking in tongues. We're going to be talking about that uh, this morning and discussing some of those things. Um, we know that uh, tongues and interpretation of tongues is where there's a message from God to man. All right, and... Uh, Actually, last week in our 11 a.m. service, this service last week, we had uh, tongues and interpretation given within the church, and it was just beautiful. And so that's one way, again, God speaks to us and uh, through man, but a message to us. And I think it's, again, a cool thing. Um, it doesn't happen every week. I don't believe it's, it's going to happen every week. It should happen every week, but this should happen every week. We should hear from God every week. Amen. And you know something? We do hear. Why? How? Because we open the Bible. He speaks to us through it. So every week we get this message from God to us, and it's, it's, again, a beautiful thing. But today I want to talk to you using the language that we see in the Bible, speaking in tongues, and help you understand some things I believe in Scripture here, that it is, is now not us, again, God speaking to man, but it's man speaking to God. And so we're going to look at some things today. We're going to discuss some things, talk about some stuff. And I, I hope this will help you kind of, again, maybe bring clarity. Uh, if, you, if you have teachings in the past or maybe struggles in this area, maybe never heard any of these things, the terminology today, but you're just going to be open to what God wants to do. But I believe, first of all, this, what I'm speaking about today is something that God has for every believer. 
few people believers in this room, all right? Uh, every believer can do this. This is available for you. And so I'm going to share with you three things uh, today about speaking in tongues. And, um, and we're just, again, we're just going to go to the Bible. And, uh, and, and this is, again, one of those subjects kind of like, ooh, you freak you out a little bit. It's just, let's just find out what the Bible says, all right? And so if we look at what the Bible says, we need to be open to that and want that. So number one today I just, is just simply this, uh, speaking to, in tongues is real. It's real. Um, it, it's, it's just real. If, if you remember last week, uh, the first uh, point in the message on prophecy is that prophecy is real. Uh, you know, again, that, you know, that's one of the ways, again, that we see, again, God speak. And uh, so, again, it, it's, just, it's just real. It's just, it's just true. It's just there. And so, uh, it's just something we need to be open to. Um, uh, th- there are, again, gifts that are misused, abused. And, and again, because those things get misused, it, does, it means that we shouldn't reject it. We should be open to what is true, open to what the Bible says. Um, thinking about prophecy, uh, I was thinking this week, kind of got tickled. Uh, there was a lady within the church that the angel grew up in um, who kind of operated prophetically within their church. Um, and she, she came up to Angel when Angel was young. We were young, had not, we're not married yet. We were dating. And, um, and, and she tells Angel, she says, um, I have a word from the Lord for you. That was cool. I don't Thank you, Lord. And this was her word from the Lord. She told him, she said, uh, Terry is, is not going to be your life partner. <laughs> uh, for the record, we've been together 32 years. Um, and I'm, I'm planning on hanging out. And she got to put up with me for, you know, the rest of, rest of the time that I'm on this earth. And, uh, and so, again, that's just the plan. But, but she, was, she, she also had this. She had a son. That's a catch right there. That's my woman of God. And so she was trying to move me out of the picture, trying to work, work, work her son in there and trying to use a gift that wasn't clearly was it from the Lord she, that she missed. And so, but again, is prophecy true? Yeah, yeah it's real. Uh, is, is, is speaking in tongues real? Is, is, is the way God works in these ways true? Yeah, it, it's real. So how, how would you know that, Pastor? Because, again, I told you a few weeks back, 12 years of age, I received the Holy Spirit. I begin to speak in another tongue. I've been speaking in a language, another prayer language. And so uh, as we talk about that today, I want you to be open again to what the Bible says. Um, uh, to kind of help us in this study today, again, this is some heavy teaching, just, just kind of helping us understand. Um, I'm going to split up tongues in, in, into two categories, all right, uh, just for it to help us kind of process, you know, again, what the Bible says about this. Because we don't understand you know, kind of the Bible speaking about more than just one tongue sometimes that can kind of confuse us about some of the things the Bible says. Um, so I, I want us to understand, first of all, there is, for us, there is a, a public use for this. There's a public use for speaking in tongues um, in public worship. Uh, we, we see that um, in Acts chapter 2, one of the uses of the public use of tongues there was where it was a sign for the unbeliever, where they actually spoke in another language and uh, that was actually a language upon the earth. And they spoke in that language and people heard their language who had gathered by people speaking it that did not know the language. Now, again, uh, there's different, you know, terminologies, diverse tongues, people call that. But there, it is, again, where you speak in a public use, speaking in a language that you do not know that someone may hear and be able to receive in their own language. That's just wild to me. It's just, it's just pretty cool to even think about that. I've heard many stories uh, where people are on the mission field, for example. 
and, and where they would begin to speak in another tongue, not their own, and it be the perfect dialect of the country in which they're in. Heard it on multiple occasions. I've, I've heard it in services where people have come in from other places and people begin to speak in a language, again, where they don't know. I'm like, I want to do that, you know? Uh, and maybe why it hasn't happened for me yet, because I'm wanting to do it. You know, I just think that's just like awesome. But again, it's real. It happens. It's in the Bible. So again, that's one of the public uses of that. Um, we see also in the public use of that, where again, tongues, interpretation of tongues given within the church, where publicly that is being used for, for God to speak to man, and we get away that this is now something that we receive a word from God. Again, it's public. It's used in this way. 1 Corinthians 14 speaks about it. We'll dig into it in a few moments. But there's also, there's the private use of tongues. Speaking in, speaking in tongues, speaking another language. And so uh, one of the ways the Bible talks about us doing this privately is that now this is a form and a way for us to pray and to praise God. It's just awesome to think about this, that we can pray and we can praise in a language now where this is not coming from God to man, but from man to God. And I'm going to show you in the Bible, that's what it says. And so, so this is, what again, just an incredible thing of what can happen for us, again, that God wants to do in every believer, every person who opens himself up to this. And so we'll read about it in a moment. I think this is probably what's going on in like Acts 10, Acts 19, some of the other encounters where we see the Spirit of God come, people speaking in a, in a language where it's not now being spoken in a language that other people can understand, there's something else going on. There has to be. Once again, the Bible's clear on that. Now, one of the other uses, where again, we can use this privately now, is this, where we can have now tongues for like intercession. Now, this is in Romans chapter 8. I want to read this in verse 26, 27. Um, it says this. It says, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Oh, man, that's just, just think for just a moment about what happens here. Pastor Chris was telling me earlier, he's like, man, he said, this is selfish prayer when we just always try to pray on our own understanding. I was like, that's just true. It, think about that for just a second. It's, it's, again, where it really it's prideful for us to think that we know all the time what we should be praying. We, all, we know all the time what we should be asking for. And, and again, I'm talking about encountering in 2018 the rest of this year what God has. It's going to get somewhere outside of our minds because, again, our minds are so small, but the Bible says the Spirit of God knows all things. So again, now we're getting into something that's beautiful now. Now listen, now I just want to throw this out here because I used to think this way for a while. That listen, just because now it's something that you do privately, it doesn't mean it can't be done publicly. Pastor, what are you trying to say? Listen, if God's giving you private time of prayer and worship, it doesn't mean you can't do it in this church. In a service. It, it, you can. You can do it that way. Uh, for those who maybe stand real close to me uh, during the time of worship, um, I pray in the Spirit. You know, during that time, I also pray in, in my own language, in English, or, you know, whatever you call Southern 
Simpsonville draw. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, you know, I pray in that. And, you know, um, I, I, I sing in, in, in my southern draw and I also sing in, in the spirit. I, I believe personally my singing in the spirit sounds better. Uh, so it's probably a better voice. But, uh, but we, I, I made a decision and I pray that way. I sing that way. I worship and I praise that way. I'm doing that in a public place, but it's not to the church. I'm not, I'm not interrupting and interfering with anybody else who's worshiping in the room. They're still able to spend time with God. And listen, this is a beautiful time that we can commune with God, that we can come and have this time of, of, of relation, intimacy with God. And so this is beautiful. So we need to understand the Bible talks about us speaking in tongues, and, and, and he uses a couple of times that we can read Scripture and it mess with us. You can think that the Bible is like contradicting itself, if you don't really like kind of dig in, because you'll see things where it'll say that, that speaking in tongues is a sign for the unbeliever. Where, again, I've heard stories. Someone's is that they're speaking in another tongue, an unbeliever in the room comes across because they're hearing this person or whatever. Again, that's awesome. You, you can also read in Scripture where it says that if everybody in here is just like speaking in tongues out loud and this is all going on or whatever, it would be an unbeliever would think we're kind of like, goo-goo. Uh, crazy, or we done lost our minds, you know, or, or whatever. You're like, well, which one's real? Which one, which one does he mean? Is he, is he, is he saying it? Now, listen, uh, listen, it's for, again, the public use, private use, what we do publicly, and, again, things being done, as we're going to hear in a moment, in order according to God's Spirit. So this is awesome. So I just want you to, first of all, just get settled in your heart, man. Speaking in tongues, it's just real. Okay? Tell your neighbor that, just, for, just because, because you love them. Because you love, speaking in tongues is real. You know, some of y'all are like, I don't know if I should say that because I might start doing it. <laughs> and then it may have, it's, it's good because you're going to find out just what's awesome because, again, it's real. Now, this, the second thing, I just, just again, just to, the Spirit led me when I, for, on this point here. Number two, first we know that speaking in tongues is real. Second one is this, speaking in tongues is, is really good. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, it's it's like awesome, and, uh, and, and, and again, it doesn't have to be like uh, kind of like weird and crazy. Again, you're going to, into a place and things are happening, God's at work, and so it, it's, it's, like, it's like really good, and it's so good because of what it does for you. Now, what happens in your life? So I want us to read just the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. You should be there. Verse 2. Now, we're going to zero in on what it says about speaking in tongues. Now, again, we know that you can draw some things, dissect, pull, public, private, all that kind of stuff, but just what the Bible says as we read it about what it says about these things and what it does for us. Uh, verse 2, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God. So remember, as I was saying, this is, this is like us speaking to God when we speak in tongues. Um, that's why the devil doesn't want you to do it. Right there. The simple fact that this is an opportunity for you to speak to the Lord and, and have a relationship with Him. We already do that. I, I do that in, in English. Good, good. You should. But you, you should also do this. We'll send him in. He's going to tell us to. And so, again, this is just this is an opportunity now where, again, we're speaking to the Lord. We're, so this is just to Him. This is anytime I speak to the Lord, what we're doing? It's not a trick question. Praying. We're, we're praying, we're talking to the God, we're to, to the Lord, we're communing with Him. So again, we're speaking to God. For no one understands Him, however, in the Spirit He speaks mysteries. 
Again, we're going to a place where, again, the Spirit is at work, and we don't know everything, and we don't understand everything, but he does. Verse 3, but he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. We talked about this last week. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. Now, that's not a bad thing. That's not bad. I know I've even seen where the enemies try to even tell people and teach is being used. If you're just doing that, that's edifying you and you're getting, you're getting built up. And I'm going, yeah, that's a good thing. Who needs a little more strength in this room? Who needs a little more big built up and, and being strengthened? This is what he says this does for us. This builds us up. This, this encourages us. This, this takes us to this area in God. And so, again, this is awesome. So we need to do it. We're, 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 we're being edified in this. But he who prophesies edifies the church. Now, again, this is, again, not just for me and him. But when we go prophet, prophetic, this is going out now to the church. Now, this is what he just says. I wish you all spoke with tongues. You know, I wish everybody at Faith Renewed did spoke in tongues. Some of y'all, I already knew this church was weird, and their new is kind of crazy. I'm just trying to check it out. The Bible says this, and so if we have problems with this, we got a problem with what God says. We have a problem with what the Bible says. And so this ain't even Paul saying this. This is, this is the Spirit of God through Paul being used as a vessel. So again, he's saying that, man, all of us, he wants all of us to do it. Now, again, so he's not saying he doesn't want us to do only that. We also, again, we learned prophecy last week, but even more that you prophesy. Because, again, now, this is what happens. The speaking in tongues, the prayer language, the time with God, it's just me and him that gets built up in this. Just me, with me and my relational time with God. Why does he want it to go out this way? There's more people involved. But he wants us to do this. He, he, he's saying to do it. Now, again, uh, he, he goes on to say, but even more that you prophesy, for he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. So, again, that's the public use. He's talking about now what can happen when we're speaking to the church. Now, if I get at home and I'm sitting down and I'm reading my Bible, just I'm reading my Bible to me, who's getting built up in that? Just me. If you're doing that at home, you're reading your Bible, just you. Now, listen, what happens on Sundays when we come up here and open the Bible together? I'm teaching, speaking the Word of God into your life. You're getting built up in strength. And what happens on Wednesday when we sit down, everybody's like, open this thing up, and this person's reading. That person's reading. And that person's saying, man, the Spirit of God's put this on my heart, and, and this happens. Well, it's building us all up. So, again, but he's wanting us to do this individually, and he sees now what we should do corporately. So, again, this is what God wants. Why? Because our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. That, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. He, he, wants the, he wants the Holy Spirit to reside in you and, you, and you be able to walk around and be that vessel and be the temple that God uses. It's, it's just an incredible thing. And, and, and we're seeing, and it breaks my heart, and it breaks the heart of God, what we're seeing happen right now on the rise, and, 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 it's, and that's suicide. Where we're watching the enemy come in and destroy lives, take lives that are so valuable and so important. It's on the rise at every age group, young, middle, old. We just saw over the last couple of weeks, we, we saw where some very big, well-known celebrities took their own life. And it's heartbreaking. Anthony, Anthony Bourdain, a well-known guy who travels, has the TV shows, and they just aired his last show. 
that was done, you know, and, and now there's going to be no more of that. This, this was Anthony Bourdain's philosophy about life, and this is what he said. He said, I'm not going to treat my body like a temple. I'm going to treat it like a fun house. And that's exactly what he did. Because, you know, if, you, if you're familiar with, his, with what he does, he, he literally just travels the world in extravagant lifestyle and eats and with presidents and world leaders and all this food, consumption, all these things. But you know something about that house? The house was empty. That, that, that house where he lived, he was alone. But listen, what's so, what's so incredible is that the Holy Spirit wants to dwell in your house. Holy Spirit wants to be in your temple. And so this is what he wants to do. And when you pray in the Spirit, Jude chapter 1, uh, verse 20, he says this. He said, but you, beloved, you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. I, mean, I didn't know that was in the Bible. It's right. This is awesome. Listen, you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So this is something that he's, he wants us to do. This is something that is so good. I promise you, man, if you're in a place you're like struggling, you're like, man, I don't know how to pray, just let the Holy Spirit pray. Just begin to just get with God, spend time with him. It's so beautiful. It's real. It's really good. And the third one is this. Speaking in tongues is our decision. Now, now, I know it's going to mess with somebody, so let me just explain real quick what I mean by this. First of all, listen, if you're speaking in tongues, praying in the Spirit, you first of all must have the Holy Spirit. All right? But, but when we, Luke 11, if anyone who asks receives, you need the Holy Spirit, you ask, he, get, he comes to you. He's a good father. He does that like that. But listen, you know, once you receive the Holy Spirit, he comes into your life. It's a gift, and he comes into your life, and he works in your life, and he wants to flow through you. And so if you have the Holy Spirit, now once you have the gift of the Holy Spirit, listen, it, it's your decision what you're going to do with that. Something like Okay, yeah, th- this is, again, it has to be some, some of this going on. It has to be an oper- a time where now we play a part in this. Why? Because he gives instruction on when and how to do it. If he didn't give us instruction on, like, when and, and how we should do it, then, again, if he's just the one who does it all the time. He comes in, and we have no control over these things. Listen, he wouldn't say things like this. And so, again, this is for now uh, something that he gives to us. And you who are filled with the Spirit, you can pray in the Spirit, spend time with God. And, listen, it, it's not going to get, like, crazy. It's not, it's not going to happen. You're not going to, like, be at Target. And then you're like walking through Target and you're checking out and all of a sudden you grab the mic and you just get on there and start breaking it down and and you just start flowing. That's not going to happen. Now, if you're a Walmart, bro, you never know, man. You may need the Holy Spirit. You may have to pray at some intercession at Walmart, you know, but to get out of that place sometime. But, but, but just the fact, listen, that, that on, the only time, listen, where I truly feel like that I don't have control over this, listen, I don't, I don't understand that I'm playing a part, it's, it's, there's been times where I truly believe in a spirit of intercession where the Holy Spirit takes over in Romans 6, Romans 8, 26, 27 begins to happen. You get to that place. Uh, that, that happens for me, again, in a private way. 
uh, that happens again in, in altars where I'm just spending time with God. That flows out at home, in my office, wherever it may be. But again, there's times that now he's given you this and you can control this. And it doesn't have to get all like weird and kind of crazy because, again, he shows us in the Bible we have a part to play. Now, if you read on, we don't have time, but if you read on in verses 6 through 13, you will see now where he's helping us understand more about what public worship looks like and about what happens here and, uh, and again, how this plays out. But in verse 14, I want us to pick up there in, in, in 14. He says this. He says, For if I pray in a tongue, if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Again, that's not, not a bad thing. Well, if I don't, get, I don't get nothing out of it, and he didn't say you didn't get anything out of it. He just says your mind and understanding is unfruitful in this. But again, you're going somewhere else in God. Because he? he says this, what, what is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. Our will. When we step in and play, listen, there's not going to be anyone who spends time with God and who gets along with him unless the presence of God flows through you and you begin to pray in the Spirit and he's not using your vocal cords, your voice box, the breath and the lungs that he, he, he put in you. Listen, you're going to be the vessel he's going to use. And much like the prophecy and the, the four keys to hearing what got from God, I love it. You can apply that. I was just listening to some of that as thinking about those things when it comes to this time with God where we, we hang out with him, that, that we should just, again, get along with God, put worship music on or whatever, just hang out with him, just begin to pray in the Spirit. Again, if you're filled with the Spirit, if, you've been, if you're a believer, again, you received a gift. Listen, he, he tells us to do it. I, I'm going to do it. Well, I don't, I don't think we should all do it. I wish all of you did it, God said. Um, well, he didn't, really, he didn't really do it that much. Paul just did it every now and then when the time needed, when, this, you know, when certain occasions would arise. Verse 18, I thank my God that I speak with tongues more than you all. The Greek mean, there means, actually means more than all of you put together. And, uh, and if you understand the church of Corinth, this was written to, there was a lot of people speaking in tongues there, and there was a lot of things going on. So he's saying that we should do this, and this is important. And the, I, I want to read this verse 18 in the Message Bible, and it's even in your notes. It says this, and I think this, this makes this, again, just so easy for us to understand. 1 Corinthians 14, 18. I'm grateful to God for the gift of praying in tongues that he gives us for praising him, which leads to wonderful intimacies we enjoy with him. I enter into this as much or more than any of you. But he, he made it very clear that publicly when that should be used and what the limits are, what that looks like. But he does it more than all of them. When? Private time with God and, and, and being built up and encouraged in the faith. And, and again, we see God work in this, in, in this way in our life because, again, we're going to tap into some things with God. Some of you are like, man, I'm just struggling. I don't even know what to pray, how to say, what I should do. Just get with God. Let him begin to flow through you. And, uh, and it says this in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 39 and 40. The worship team is going to come. Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy. 
man, this is, we talked about this last week, it's so important that, man, we want to we desire to prophesy and be used in that way and speaking forth to people. And again, and, and just pouring into the lives. And do not forbid to speak in tongues. You know, there's, there's places that forbid that. The Bible says clearly not to forbid. Don't, don't stop that. Don't, matter of fact, again, he wants us all to do this. So I want you to just stand with me right there, right there where you're at today. Verse 40 says this, let all things be done decently and in order. God has order. He's a God of order. And again, when it gets out of order, when things are happening, you know something? That's not God. So don't, again, don't, don't get upset about what God says and let's don't reject, push away what God speaks and says because, again, men have messed it up. That woman who prophesied to the angel, what if I was just like, man, that stuff's crazy. The gift of prophecies operated in my life. This week, I've, I've prophesied to people. And he wants to do that through you. This week, I've, I've prayed in the Spirit, spent time with him today. Praising the Spirit. Listen, this is what he wants to do in your life. And so, again, this is going to change what happens for you outside of this room. There's so many pastors that their focus is what happens in here. I only get to hang out with you guys a couple of times a week. And we're going to enjoy it. We're going to have a good time. And the Holy Spirit's always welcome to do whatever he wants to do. But you know what I want for the rest of the week? I want you out there walking in what God has. Experiencing the presence of God. Going to places and levels that you can never get to on your own. So just if you will, bow your heads and just close your eyes today. Thank you, Jesus. I said the gospel was was ministered so clearly through worship. What's the gospel message? The gospel message is good news. But that love and that grace that he has for us has pursued us. And through the work of Jesus, coming from heaven to earth, taking our sin and shame upon a cross, he gave his life. Why? So, so that me and you could have life in fullness for eternity with him. The third day, after giving his life, he resurrected from the grave. <laughs> oh, man, we know that he ascended to heaven. He's going to come again one day. You know what he wants to do for us? For us to have eternity with him. In the meantime, he wants us to have fellowship and relationship and communion with him now. If you haven't surrendered your life to the Lord, maybe you've walked away, you need to recommit your life to the Lord. Just right, right now, where, where heads are bowed, eyes are closed. The Spirit of God's here, and He's drawing right now us to, his own, us to Himself, right now. And today, you need to surrender your life to the Lord. You need, you, need to, you need salvation today. I want you just to do this. Just raise your hand up. God bless you. God bless you. Raise it up. Who else? Just raise it up high. Praise God, man. That's so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, man, he's, he's here. He's been drawing. I love it. Holy Spirit just draws us to him right now. God bless you. Anyone else? If you've raised your hand, right now I want you just to do this. I just want you to surrender your life to the Lord today. Oh, man, just say, God, I need you. I surrender my life to you. I believe what Jesus did on the cross for me. I receive that now. By faith. I'm a new creation in you, Lord. 
I'm your son and daughter. I'm your child. And I receive you in Jesus' name. <laughs> oh, man. Right now, according to the Bible, and I believe it, there's rejoicing in the presence of the Lord right now. Let's do this. Let's join in with heaven. Every person in this room right now, let's just join in, in rejoicing right now with what's going on in heaven by the, by the lives that are changed right now. Come on, right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Heads are still bad. Eyes are still closed, but God's not through. He's not finished. Oh, man, he wants today to just empower you and fill you with the Spirit, every person. Every person in this room. If you've made a commitment today to surrender your life to Christ, we want you to do this. We want you to tell someone. We'd, we want you to stop by the care ministry room right in the very back, right beside Connect. We have a gift we want to give to you. and It's a Bible, and it's just we want to place that in your hands and just encourage you now as you start this journey with the Lord. But listen, if you're a believer in this room right now, if you're a Christian, you've, you've surrendered your life to the Lord, this is part of what God has for you. Building up, getting strengthened in God. And so I just want you, again, even we're in a public place, and, and again, you can still do this privately. I want you to just begin to just spend time with the Lord today in this room. But we also want to do this. I want to pray for needs in this room. 9 a.m., right here, young man's back healed. Just, we, again, just God did, did, did work. What is that? That's the Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the gifts of the Spirit, operation in the church. So, again, he gives us these gifts. There's benefits that come with this things that God wants to do in our lives. So I just want us today just to let the Holy Spirit begin to work. I, I want to come against today just any spirit that's not of God, any, any, any lie that the enemy's tried to speak, the, 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 the spirit of death, the spirit of death today. Listen, life is going to flow into you. Realize that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit today, that God wants to dwell in you and, and you have communion with him. So listen, this is what I want to do. If you, if you just want to just spend time with the Lord, this altar is going to be open. You come get with God. And I, and I encourage you right now, just as, as the Word of God has been taught to you, begin to step into that. Begin to step into that. God bless you. Come. Come. This has been a podcast of Pastor Terry Rogers brought to you by Faith Renewed. For more information about us, please visit faithrenewed.org. For questions, feel free to contact us via email at info at faithrenewed.org.